Talk Radio 77 WABC. This this is the news and talk station of New York with John Katsimatidis. Tell us what's going on. Real, real New York 77 WABC. If tomorrow all the things were gone. I'd work for all my life. Welcome back to the John Katz Matidis Cats at Night Show. This is uh, Lee Greenwood, right? This is a beautiful patriotic song. My wife song. loves this Yes, song, I love this song, too. This is Margot's favorite patriotic song. To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away American uh, Miranda Devine. She is a columnist with the New York Post, and her latest book, Laptop from Hell, is uh, still on. It's still killing the. the it's and selling, it's, right? I mean, there's some new revelations out here. Absolutely. Uh, Miranda Devine, last time we spoke, you talked about the flights that are coming into Westchester and all over the country, the migrants straight from the border. What else uh, have you learned recently? What is going on? Hi, guys. Very nice to be with you again. Um, look, uh, the, the flights from uh, the southern border are still going. Uh, you know, if anything, they're accelerating. They're all over the country. Uh, as I said, I think last time, there are so many coming into New York that they've had to uh, use not just white planes, which they've been using since last summer, but also now going to the Hudson Valley to Stewart International Airport. They've added a couple of new airlines uh, to their, um, I think they've got about five charter airlines that they're paying untold sums to, uh, I'm told, you know, the, the very least that one of these charter flights would cost would be $150,000, but others scoff at that and say, it's much more than that. So there's a lot of taxpayer money going into um, just very quickly hustling these illegal migrants as soon as they get across the border out into the rest of the country so that you you can avoid the bad optics at the border of having the place overrun. Uh, it, it, they've, they've actually become extremely efficient at doing that. And one of the dangers of that is we know, uh, I was just reading a report from the Rio Grande Valley, where they've had a sudden spike in COVID-19 cases. And, um, you, you know, that, that these people coming across the border, we don't know if they're vaccinated. Uh, we don't know if they've got COVID-19. And we're just shipping them off to the rest of the country as quick as we can. Um, and there's no guarantee that they aren't spreading COVID. We don't know who they are. Didn't they catch a number of terrorists, George Venizelos? And uh, I mean, how dangerous is this for our country? 50. They caught 50 that we know of. And Miranda, uh, this is George Venizelos. When they come here, are they finding them jobs? What are they doing with these people? Well, look, I'm assuming that they're, uh, I mean, I'm assuming part of the reason that there's not that much of a pushback, maybe I'm being cynical, but from the Republicans is because uh, these people are providing cheap labour at a time when there's a labour shortage. Uh, But, you know, 
from the little that we do know, because, I mean, the New York Post uh, is basically one of the few organisations in the media that's doing any investigation into this. But from what we do know, we followed some of these buses that take these migrants from the planes that come in at the dead of night uh, into Westchester. We followed them uh, all sorts of places, including the New Jersey Turnpike, where they're just dropped off to be picked up by so-called sponsors who, are, who don't seem to be vetted by anyone. Um, but also we've seen them dropped off at affordable housing in, in the Bronx and Yonkers. Uh, and these are, you know, residential places that uh, are, are rare and should be reserved for New Yorkers. Um, and, you know, I, you don't want to leave these poor people to starve in the streets. Right. It's the last thing you want to do. Um, and, you know, they're, they're, you can't blame them for wanting to make a better life, life for themselves. Um, but they're dying out there. There's nothing compassionate about putting them into the arms of these evil criminal people smugglers. Uh, and, and Joe Biden is trying to act as if he's um, somehow some great Christian because he's opening the borders to the world's poor and, and downtrodden. Miranda, Ed Cox here. While the border control officers are trying to deal with this huge influx of illegal immigrants, how about the drugs that are going across the border, the fentanyl? Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. made in China and delivered through Mexico that uh, killing killing uh, our, our, our our children. Yeah, 100,000 kids, 100,000 people are dying a year from that. Yeah, I, just unbelievable that that's happening. And, um, you know, how can you stop it? Once the cartels are in charge of the border, they're also very efficient and they're very efficient in making, you know, millions, hundreds of millions maybe of, of dollars uh basically preying on the poorest people on earth and also preying on American youth who have got now fentanyl laced in all their drugs. I mean, it really, there should be a public um, campaign to tell kids that they're not safe if they're taking illegal drugs. Whereas New York, what are they doing? They're saying, oh, if you're going to, you know, smoke whatever, smoke crack or take heroin, just do it safely, do it with friends. There's no safe way of doing it. And uh, the fact that more people have died of fentanyl overdoses in America, more young people, than in car accidents or, um, you know... It's the leading cause now of death for young people. Gunshots, exactly. Um, You know, combined is just such a wake-up call. And we, you know, rightly get very exercised about... Um, school shootings. I mean, they're horrific and awful, uh, but we never seem to be galvanised to do anything about this drug scourge. All the Democrats want to do is just have more and more decriminalisation, more liberalisation uh, of drugs, and um, that's terrible for young people. And I think really, I mean, maybe maybe people don't want to hear this, but I think if you're if you've got the age of drinking alcohol at 21. What you're doing is encouraging young kids to start taking drugs at an earlier age. And I think that's really unhealthy. You demonise the the legal drug that, uh, you know, for all its faults, alcohol, we know it. It's been around for millennia. We know the dose that it is. Uh, whereas all these kind of crazy drugs are coming in that are unregulated and, uh, and, and kids are taking them and dying and 
becoming schizophrenic and having all sorts of problems. The homeless problem on our streets, uh, you know, you could you could really minimise if you got rid of drugs, which also are a cause of mental illness. So, Miranda, you've covered the internet from hell. The uh, excuse me, the laptop from hell. Yeah. How about the voicemail from hell? Tell us about that. Yes, well, that's just the latest uh, revelation from the laptop and another piece of evidence that uh, demonstrates that Joe Biden lied through his teeth when he said that he knew nothing about his son Hunter's overseas business dealings. This is a voicemail found uh, on uh, the sort of a a hitherto unseen part of the laptop, which is an iPhone backup of one of Hunter's iPhones. And it's a voicemail left by his father in 2018 expressing relief that... A New York Times article, which had just come out, um, was actually had gone easy on them. It was uh, Joe Biden said it was good. I think you're clear, he said to his son. And the reason that they Hunter was so panicked and the whole family was exercised about this New York Times investigation was because it was the first time that any journalist had uh, put on the record the links between the Biden family and the Chinese Communist Party. And this was uh, the tens of millions of dollars that we now know went into the uh, the Biden family coffers from a Chinese energy company called CEFC. And that was the deal, the joint venture between the Bidens and CEFC that Joe Biden was slated to get 10% for the big guy. And the New York Times didn't really know the story it had, but it did have a couple of interesting tidbits. And one of them was that when uh, one of the top executives from CEFC was arrested at JFK Airport and charged uh, with with bribery charges, um, he uh, the first phone call he made was to Jim Biden, Joe Biden's brother and Hunter's uncle. And uh, so the New York Times knew this and they asked Jim Biden about that. Jim feigned, you know, ignorance of the whole thing. So he was really surprised that Patrick Ho had called him and assumed he wanted his, his nephew. It's and a, gave it's his a story brother. that's not going to go away. It, it, it will it's, not go away. It, it's unbelievable. You know, George uh, Venizelos, you were in the FBI. I mean, what are you? What's your thoughts? I mean, first of all, I think it's unbelievable that that, that nobody's talking. To, thank God for Miranda. Otherwise, nobody be talking about. It, nobody know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, second of all, I, I I pray to God. I hope there's there's a an investigation that's still ongoing, and and the the facts will come out someday. Um, I, I just think uh, to me the cover up at times are worse than the crime. You know, I just hope this that well, the FBI is doing the job. Well, you got the media covering up. You know, them as well. George, somebody has to stand up and say enough is enough. This is what's going on. Because yeah. the American, if the American people lose confidence in the Department of Justice, that is the worst thing that could happen. And that's what scares me the most right yeah. now is is if the public does not have confidence in an FBI, then they're if, not. If the talk Department of Justice is telling the FBI not to do their job, mm. that is very troubling. Well, I, I think they they will do their job, but then they give it to the prosecutors, and they have to do their job to prosecute the case. That's the Ed Cox, you were yeah. there. No, I look in the yeah, I served in the Southern District for a short period of time, and in the end, the prosecutors run it, not right. the FBI. The FBI can do a great investigation, but if the Department of Justice and the prosecutors don't say they're going to go to court with it, it dies. Well, right. I mean, you know, the FBI director has ten years uh, term, right? 
Are they going to fire him for doing his job if he stood up and said, this is wrong, guys? Miranda, are there criminal implications here in this story? Yes, there are. And look, I I, I hear your frustration, but I um, still do have faith that the um, Delaware U.S. Attorney, David Weiss, uh, who spent four years investigating Hunter Biden. Um, I mean, that grand jury in Delaware is uh, tight as a a drum. There's really very little leaking from it, um, which I actually think could be a good thing. Um, But we know that they have interviewed um, various of Hunter Biden's business partners and former lovers. Uh, They're looking into tax evasion, uh, potential money laundering and potential uh, foreign agent violations. Um, And so uh, let's see where that lands. I mean, I have been a little surprised that um, it's seems to be taking so long. I mean, they were, they were, people were testifying there last year. Uh, We know that they were at least one person. It's taking too long, too long. Taking too long. And that's Miranda, we're coming up on a break. But happy 4th of July. I know you're Australian. Is your husband American (laughs) or Australian? No, um, he's actually a New Zealander, but I am actually uh, do you American. Sell a, do She's you sell an American. Born. Okay, good. I was born in Jamaica, Queens. So, oh, oh, so <laughs> happy Fourth of July! She's a Queens, Queens girl. Yes, yeah. she does. Wait, wait, wait. How'd you get Her your Minaj. <laughs> hey, this is just a very deep Queens accent. All right. <laughs> God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you, you for for standing up for America. And we're going to take a break. And when we come back. Uh, we have some things to talk about amongst ourselves, and, we, and we're going to come up. AOC, mm-hmm. the rise and fall of AOC, and we'll wait, wait till we get back from the break. Brothers, we're a family one, from the Arizona desert to the Appalachian Pass, America is my hometown. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 